Welcome to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. Here's your host, Steve Teixeira. Thanks, Andy. Welcome to another 17 Strong podcast. I'm your host, Steve Teixeira, along with my beautiful wife, Holly. Hi, babe. Hey, how are you? Well, this one's different. Yes. Uh, We're talking about a road trip we did. And we went to Colorado in December of uh, last year, which would be 2022. Yep. Because we're in 23 already. Time flies. And we did a little interview with several different people. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, we went to um, Colorado. We went to Fort Collins, Colorado, and we met up with a future Victory Trip recipient, which was Madison and Zach Stroop. Did I say that right? Stroop. Um, They are an amazing couple and they will be going. I believe we just booked their trip to go to Tahiti. Um, And I can't remember the month that it's at, but we're super excited. So we were able, you were able to uh, tell them that they were granted a victory trip. How'd that feel? Uh, That was amazing. But what's more amazing is their story. Yeah. Um, So our listeners are going to get to hear their story is one of this compilation. And then we have... A previous Victory Trip recipient who His we met with. His name is Trevor Bell. And Trevor Bell is actually connected, and you're going to hear a little bit more about this, through one of Ryan's friends. So that was awesome. And he went to Belize with his family. And um, it was amazing because they hadn't had a family vacation in a long time because one of his brothers was drafted to play baseball. And so it's hard to get them all dialed in and, and all in one place. So that was awesome. And you'll get to hear a little bit about that. He's a great yep. kid. And then we went to this amazing rock climbing gym in Fort Collins. It's going to do a fundraiser for us and tell our listeners how that all came to be. That was awesome. Okay. So this is a kid from actually Grand Junction, but moved to Fort Collins to go to some, go, go to college, I believe is the reason he was there. Uh, his name is Jaden Hall. He is a cancer, um, He was a kid that got diagnosed at 16 years old, but um, he beat it. Um, He's just been battling life after cancer, so he's actually in a struggle right now. He's fighting um, again, but his passion is rock climbing and bouldering in particular. So bouldering is without the ropes, just so everybody knows, and um, he is part of this gym in Fort Collins and wanted to bring on a nonprofit in one of the, in a, um, I fundraiser. believe it's a fundraiser, but it's a tournament that they yep. bring all yep. kinds of people from other states. Olympians yeah, and people and from like Utah. Utah all of, yeah, it's Wyoming big, yeah. and different places. And so we're excited to see where that, where that's going to go. And I believe the date is March 11th that that's going to happen, but you're going to hear more about it. And so yep, Jaden that, is that interview with the, um, uh, the gym itself is on the podcast, and then you're going to yeah, hear from Jay. You're going to hear from Jaden. Jaden uh, tells us his story, right? And then there's Jeremiah, who's the marketing guy through the gym. He's great too. But um, Jaden is um, a great kid because he knows about cancer. He knows for challenges, but yet um, he knows how to overcome them, and really has drawn to this rock climbing community to um, to get his. Yeah, to get his aggressions, get his um, get out in the community and help others. So it's really great. It's a great story. It is. Uh, we had an amazing time uh, meeting amazing people yeah. and getting to see uh, victory trip recipients and people fighting these daily battles on their home turf. 
We hope that you enjoy these interviews as much as we did. And again, thank you for supporting 17 Strong and enjoy these podcasts. <laughs> this is Stephen Holly Teixeira. We have the opportunity and pleasure to be with Zach and Madison Stroop. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Thank you. So you guys are famous in your own right. You guys have been on the Kelly Clarkson show. Yes. You've been on Good Morning America. I mean, several news articles. That's how we found out about you is through the uh, Epic Times. So you've got quite the journey. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit, Zach, about your journey and... Madison, you can chime in anytime. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> I'm the talker. Yeah, uh, yeah to start off my... Uh, journey, I, I guess I could start by saying I'm a two-time cancer survivor. Um, I originally was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma back in uh, December of 2020. And then I, you know, went through chemo six rounds, beat it. And then I was in remission for about four or five months. And then it relapsed in my central nervous system into my spine and uh, partially paralyzed me. Then I uh, was going through chemotherapy all the way up until April of this year and uh, pretty much had every complication possible such as a perforated bowel, um, going through uh, sepsis uh, multiple times and then I which uh, got through all that and it led me to my bone marrow transplant on uh, June 15th of this year. Yeah and you also had a complication of where the chemo actually stopped working halfway yeah, through your yeah. treatments and they had to switch uh switch therapies at that point as well gotcha but, and tell yeah. us why they started the news kind of was captivated by your story yeah that. i feel like our story is just a little different especially for young couples um we were we had gotten engaged when zach was in remission um for the first time and started to plan our wedding for may of 2022 um and then as zach had said previously um he relapsed in his central nervous system so essentially the cancer came back inside of his spinal cord um and we were dealt some pretty bad cards at this point um after you know, finding out the cancer had spread and um, going through all the complications that Zach has gone through, we decided to have a wedding um, in the hospital that Zach was getting treated at. And the hospital staff uh, provided a wedding for us in less than two days. And we were able to celebrate um, our love for each other. So and um, I think that um, not only did it give me extra strength and fight to continue to be that person um, and be that positive person for Zach, but I think um, speaking on his behalf, it gave him that fight to continue to keep going. Um, and essentially, I feel like that was our that was our like miracle in the midst of the chaos was being able to have a wedding and you know. I always say this, cancer takes over your whole entire life. Sure. When someone you love is diagnosed, whether it's you or, you know, a partner or a child or anything like that, and it takes over your whole life every every second. And for us, I think that that gave us just a little bit of a break. We, it, it, we didn't want cancer to define us, and we didn't want it to take over our whole lives, and so I think that not having that for that day was amazing. Walk me through that day. I want to know about that day. I mean, did you, did they have like a pastor, like an ordained pastor that came in that day? And yeah, Chapman Mike uh, officiated it. Yeah. Say, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. and so did you, did you have like a time, or was it kind of like, well, whenever he comes around? 
No, uh, I think they scheduled it that day at like 2.30 or 3 o'clock. Yeah. And then uh, all the nurses got together and then another foundation uh, called Small Choices. They uh, actually scheduled it for us. And um, yeah, all the doctors, nurses, surgeons, everybody got together and they uh, all got together and uh, planned the wedding for us. And then Maddie, did you get time to like get ready? Because I know you had said you had your dress and did you get ready like in the hospital? So yes. Um, since we only had 48 hours, I actually like worked the whole day previously. So we just gathered my wedding dress and kind of whatever I could find to get myself ready. I didn't even have my nails painted or anything. And um, the there was, yeah, they, I got ready on the bone marrow transplant floor. So the blow, the floor below where Zach was staying at. Gotcha. So um, the, what kind of nurse is she? She was like the main nurse. She was like the floor, the main floor nurse. The charge the nurse. Charge nurse. Charge. Yeah, sorry. Um, so the charge nurse, um, she came in, she gave me a veil, and she safety pinned my dress to me because it didn't fit because it wasn't hemmed yet. Um, she did my hair and my makeup, and all the nurses brought us um, cards, and they brought us, they made a bouquet for me, and they, um, they all, you know, made like hand handmade gifts for us and that was amazing yeah so we they listened like we listened to music as she was doing my hair and just try to like make it the like most they got us real, a cake yeah like the <laughs> most realistic cake? wedding possible even though it was a real wedding it was in a hospital absolutely right? we have flowers so you, down the aisle too yeah they wanted so, to make sure everything was completely normal that for is us. so cool so did you do it in the room did um, you walk through the door did you walk through the hall so actually i came out through the elevators and was walking down the hospital um, like hallway. hallway and it was really great because all the other patients were able to kind of sit through their doors and, and watch it um, but there was actually a family room um, at the end of the, hall. of the hall and I turned the corner and I saw probably 20 different nurses our doctors every like oh my god everybody that can make it at that point did and like I said, they came in on their day off, so they were wearing like dresses and heels and oh. just tried to dress up for us. And then Zach was sitting there at the end of the hall in in his suit and oh, um, that's had the uh, the chaplain with him, and we had a wedding. Yeah. And so we had talked a little bit about off camera about why you decided to get married, and it was pretty much a decision that you didn't want to be left alone. Since had something happened to Zach, mm -hmm. can you? go into that a little bit um yeah so the reason why we got married was i we knew at this point he was on palliative care um and we knew that the next step could have been hospice at this point and um i wanted to make sure that we didn't have any regrets with each other and i wasn't going to let him quit um he had told me the day prior that he wanted to stop treatment um Sorry, I'm not going to get emotional. Um, told me that he wanted to stop treatment, and I thought that this would have been a great opportunity for us to be able to share our love with each other and that um, we were bonded, and I didn't want to go through the rest of our journey without being husband and wife. And it's amazing. I think that Zach was in agreement with that. I mean, he married me, so. <laughs> um, but how inspirational. But, I mean, yeah. how 
and that just caught on. Everybody caught on to that because that is such a great story. And mm -hmm. um, and and look at what it was. I feel like that has to be a piece of the puzzle that made you fight just that little extra yeah, and and give you that little extra strength to right. move forward and to yeah. beat it. I mean, yeah. Um, ultimately, the, they didn't think that you would. Yeah, the and day of our home. our uh, wedding actually, it just gave me like a ton of motivation to really keep pushing forward and just gave me the drive to you know really find myself and give it all i got yeah. so and the you found cancer you were 220 pounds 511 you're physically fit you're a bodybuilder mm -hmm. wasn't even on your radar right and you know we we see that time and time again with young adults that you know Cancer's not on their radar. You know, what's this? Yeah, I no just, matter how healthy they are, it can happen to anybody. It's, it happens to anybody. So what kind of encouragement would you say to someone that has just found maybe a lump or just got the diagnosis and heard the C word for the first time? You've beat it twice. So what would you like to tell someone that's going through it right now? I would just really focus on all the good people that you have around you. And I think having a really good support system really plays a, a great role in like keeping you in a positive mindset. And I think, you know, my wife, uh, single-handedly, I think really got me through this. And another thing on top of that, I think really that mindset is everything. Cause you know, when you're in the hospital for so long, you can get like a lot of depression that like seep in. Like I always think of it as like dark clouds, like surrounding me and you just gotta, get rid of all those bad thoughts and you really got to just focus on like taking it day by day and just keeping that positive mindset and you can't let any like bad feelings enter your your atmosphere because it'll, it'll, it'll really crush you so also advocate advocate for yourself um you know if you find something you feel off you you know yeah, you yeah. know something's not right and you know you're not getting taken seriously enough keep advocating because you don't know what that could lead to. I'm not saying it's just a cancer diagnosis, but it could be something else. And mm. you know, I think if we could have advocated a lot more, we could have we could have found it a lot sooner. Yeah. Sure. So sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I stumbled across your story in the Epic Times and reached out to the Epic Times because of what we do, granting victory trips, and I wanted to find you guys. Mm -hmm. And all I knew is that you guys were in Fort Collins, Colorado. And so when I called them, they wouldn't tell me anything. Mm -hmm. And I respect that because it's out of, you know, privacy. respect for your privacy yeah. and everything else. So I told Holly, I said, you, you got to do your thing and you got to find them. <laughs> On social so, media, go so figure this out. Take it from yeah. there, babe. So basically I found, I think I found both of you and I ended up DMing. I think you messaged Maddie. both of us. Yeah. Oh, did I? Yeah, okay. I think so. And I think shortly after one of you, I think Maddie, you did. Mm -hmm. You DMed me back. Yeah. And tell me, tell us what you had said to me, because I remember saying, like, just look us up, look at what we do, you know? Yeah. I, so I remember when Holly messaged me, um, and she told me, um, a little bit about 17 strong and I had recently gotten a message from an old high school friend, um, that went to Mesa university in Grand Junction. Um, and she had mentioned to me about this foundation called 17 strong and just kind of had that they do these victory trips and she kind of recommended like, Hey, you guys should apply. Like, you know, I just I thought of you and Zach and I think you guys would be, you know, so deserving of it. And I remember looking at it and, you know, seeing that the application processing was closed and then Holly messaged me and I was like, Oh my goodness, this is the same foundation that yep. 
Haley had messaged me about. Um, and so I just feel like that, you know, as Holly said, that it was kind of like divine intervention. Absolutely. Like we were all like meant to meet it. each other. And I think that things don't just happen. It's meant I, to be. I think it's meant to be. Yeah. I, yeah. Think so I think it was meant to be. And once she told me that her friend um, had went to school with Brian, mm -hmm. it triggered for me, you know, mm -hmm. like, how is this possible? You know, this is such a big world, but yet it's really small, you mm -hmm. know? So it really um, meant a lot that you said those things. And I know it might be a small thing to you, but it's huge to me, mm -hmm. you know, super huge because Ryan theoretically was only at Colorado Mesa for six months and it wasn't even six months in a row. Yeah. So for him to be able to know somebody on the softball team that knew his story and what, what he and represented, to... you know, it was, um, it's unbelievable to me, you know? It is. Um, so, to just connect those dots of just a news article and then, you know, just to reaching out and knowing Yeah, it shows that he really put an impact on people the short time that he was there. I Yeah, I he did and he's continuously making an impact, not just on, you know, you guys and the people that you guys meet, but the people that we're able to share, you know, his story with now and everything like that. So I think it's really special. It is. Story it of is. hope. Yeah. Super special, yeah. What do you... What's life look like going forward for you? You just got back from the doctor today. Yep. yep. Um, everything was good. Right. And remission still. Good. And that was my six month scan. Yeah. Congratulations. Still, still fresh and uh, doing well. Yeah. I just got a, a bunch of physical therapy to do and, you know, really just get back to getting on my feet and doing normal things. I've been going to the gym and training with my uh, friend Logan, who's a personal trainer and doing physical therapy once a week along with that. And that's really going to just kind of my body back to work and how it should be good awesome. good yeah. Awesome. yeah and maddie you're working full-time yep working full-time i think that now we're kind of starting to go back to a little bit of normalcy again i feel like that's a little bit of a shock for us right sure. um so it's it's a good shock um so we're just trying to enjoy being home and hanging out been, as much as our friends we as possible. are with friends and family Meeting every great single people. weekend <laughs> yes we've i mean our story has brought us to so many amazing people and um you know we try to travel when we can and we are just trying to get back to our Normal lives it's, again, normal yes. twenty-year-old life. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, and I think that we're also, that. you know, we're gonna try to renew our vows in about a year from now. And yeah, Amazing. Try, to, try Amazing. to have a wedding where we can have family and friends be there. Yeah, and, that's um, great. Yeah, yeah, that's kind something to look forward to. Redo. for sure. Yeah, yeah, love that. Yeah, I love that. So, and how has the community of um, Fort Collins, Colorado, rallied around you? Um, so our community is really tight. I feel that, um, you know even though we don't live like in this Fort Collins town, but the vicinity of it. Um, Northern Colorado. Northern Colorado. I mean, I feel like everybody has rallied behind us. I feel like we've had so much support from just random strangers. We've gotten letters in the mail from people that we don't yes, know that won't tell us wild. who they are that have given us gift cards to get groceries. And, um, you know, we've had so many people send us gifts and I've had um, so many of my own personal clients. Food just drives, food drives like been huge. People have just been such a huge support to us. Churches have donated and um, it's just been humbling to know that there's so many good people in this world still and that there's so many people that rally behind us so how has that impacted you guys when you saw the community rally around you how, how did that impact you how did it make you feel um i think as being a, a wife to somebody who's going through cancer it made me not feel alone mm. um it cancer can make you feel really alone 
um, make you feel like nobody knows what you're going through. And I think having people behind us gave me the strength to be there for him. Um, and being on the other side of it, it makes me want to pay it forward to other people as yeah, well. Yeah, it's definitely our uh, drive for like the future is kind of spread our story and just give others hope and you know keep fighting like whatever they may be going through and you know mm-hmm. just really keep a, a good community pay around you. Yeah, everything that we've been handed to us. I love that. Yeah. I that's, love that that's so much. Amazing. Because so, yeah, people need that little bit of hope mm-hmm. and that little bit of encouragement just to get through. Yeah. You know? they really do, and it goes so far. It does. So far. I mean, even if you just send somebody a message who's going through treatment, or hey, can I? Yeah, pick it gets up? their mind off yeah, of it too. Just like, you know, yeah. like uh, you can start just feeling so bad for yourself and yeah. like just worrying and getting really bad anxiety and stuff. And someone will send you a message that you don't even know, like, hey, like I've I've heard about your story and like yeah. you know, stay strong, you're a fighter, That's you know, right. whatever encouraging words they might say to you, like anything really helps. It's 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 really cool that. And it, you feel like that. when you're in the hospital all those days, it's just so monotonous. It's just something mm-hmm. different that happens. Somebody walks in the door, somebody gives you that encouragement. Yeah. Something different. It's just it's there's just something to be said about it. It's mm-hmm. just a feeling you can't describe. It's it's um it does. It feels like you're not alone. Yeah, we had people show up to uh, the hospital with gifts and you know, family friends and uh, other patients like even like showed up yeah. and gave us like wedding gifts. Aww. It is Yeah, there was another really couple cool who um, their partner was going through chemotherapy and they knocked on our hospital door and they handed us a wedding card and just were so selfless in that moment when they're going through just as hard of a battle. So I think just being kind and Mm -hmm. even just, yeah, sending someone a message, saying hi, thinking of you. And tell us um, about the day that you got to walk out of the hospital. I just think that, walk me through that day. I just wanted- <laughs> I was I ready just, to get out of there, I'll tell you I, that. I mean, I was in there like, you know, all the way from December, uh, probably like, I was probably probably getting only like two or three day breaks every month uh, from December all the way to July. But, you know, finally ringing the bell for the second time and hopefully the final time. Absolutely you know, the final time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just amazing. Uh, you just appreciate all the little things. And I remember like just driving back from Denver and like just on the highway, just looking around like, oh, look at the mountains. Like they're insane. Like, oh, look at these trees. I'm like, look, there's birds. Like you just appreciate like any little thing around you. And it kind of just like wakes you up and makes you just be more appreciative of like being alive. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. prioritizes life, you know? It, it's it's really it's it's really crazy to experience it. I, I I don't even really know how to put it into words, but neither do I. Just getting out of the hospital room and saying that like you made Fresh it. Fresh air and, yeah. and all that little stuff. Yeah, like I, we were blasting music on the radio, just like having and like you know, having getting out of there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's the little things in life. It's yeah. things that we take for granted every day. Yep that when you beat something like this, you realize that, oh wow, that is a yeah, bird Yeah, like singer. smelling the fresh yeah. air oh. is like another that thing. That was huge. And like, yeah. the, it was, uh, you know, I was, I was looking at a tree and there were like birds on it. I was just like staring at it. I'm like, yeah. oh, this crying. is amazing. It's so amazing. Yeah, like crying because I'm seeing the sun, you know? Yeah. So it, it's wild. It makes amazing. you appreciate life in such a different perspective. Yeah. Sure. In such sure. a different perspective. I can, I can relate to that just a little bit. So you guys were engaged for how long? Oh, man. April to April for well, a year. Well, we were engaged for a year, but before you got sick, we were engaged probably eight months, Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So during your engagement, you get diagnosed. 
you're for the second time for the second time mm -hmm. you your wife now says we're going to do this because if something happens i don't want to be you know left this left undone yeah and you get out of the hospital in when july, july. yeah just mm -hmm. just a few months ago. just a few yeah, months really, ago we're only in november and yeah. you're so you're married in april out in july and this is life well, and, and I don't think you guys have had a honeymoon. No. No. You haven't got to do anything. <laughs> no, not yet. We've done like some little mini trips and everything like that. But yeah, we just kind of gone back to normal life again. Yeah. <laughs> so. And you know, do you know what 17 Strong does? They uh, pay for, you can elaborate better on that. Okay. I can, you pay for so, trips for so survivors. So we, we grant victory trips to young adults that have battled a life-threatening disease. And we send them on a trip of their choice. Okay. And we just had our fundraiser and it was very successful. And before we got here to Colorado, the board approved 25 victory trips. And congratulations to both of you. You're one of those recipients. Awesome. So you're going on a victory trip. And you can call it a honeymoon. You can we call will. It we'll call it a honeymoon. Whatever you want. Yeah, y'all so, are amazing for what you like do. I never That's... thought that we'd be able to. You're going. <laughs> Where do you want to go? I never thought that we'd be here today. And then... No, exactly. Thank you. You can thank Ryan. Because he's the one that started this. And it's it's our joy to be able to do this and share his love and, um, and the victory. Because, you know, attitude's everything. And you two have proved that with a positive attitude and, and your faith and everything that you've made it through. And it's just amazing what you guys have been through. And so for us to be able to do this and all of our donors that help make this possible, um, it just shows that we get to change lives and, and you know, you get a reset, you get to start all over again mm -hmm. with this trip. So we want you to think of three places that you'd love to go. And we're going to make one of those dreams come true for you too. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's amazing. Dream big. And I'm not Dream talking big. about Motel 6 in Denver, no. okay? <laughs> We'd be okay with anything. No, no, no. It's got to be big. It's got to be big. So, um, okay. Thank you, guys. You uh, guys got a, are... We got a lot of thinking to do. Yeah, Absolutely. You guys are just amazing people. I know that we had like just met each other today, but I feel like I've known you guys forever. Oh. So oh, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, thank you thank guys you. for what you do. This is... Um, it, we just feel so honored that we can just be a piece of... A part of your life, and um, we won't forget it. Well, <laughs> that's and that's for sure. the thing is that when we do these things, um, we really try to make it so it's not we give you a trip and then we never talk to you again. We always make you part of our 17 Strong family, so we do want awesome. to welcome you cool. to our 17 Strong. Well, thank you. So it means a lot. Yeah, this is people. something that you know, whenever we're completely back on our feet, that we'd like to you know help out you know future would, families yeah. in the future, absolutely. Like, this just is, to pay it back. Just, you'll be one amazing. of our speakers exactly. at, a, at a fundraiser. I want you All right. to tell your story. Make again. Maddie the speaker. I'm not the greatest. <laughs> You're great. <laughs> you guys are both great. And yeah. that's the one thing is that Steve and I are a balance. And in the car, he's like. So when you tell them, I'm like, no, you're going to tell them because I get to tell them all the time. I get to tell you guys all the time. And so when I get to bring him and he gets to say it, it's just something that's, it's just so special. It's so special because it's really just, it's Ryan's legacy that we could just share with you. And um, we get to celebrate because you are victorious. You are, you beat it. And you, we are just so honored, so honored to have you a part of our family. Um, anyway.
you know, Ryan knew that victories don't come by accident. And you're proof of that. You know, you're victorious because you fought through every step of, of cancer. And when the doctors had said, there's nothing more we could do, you said, uh-uh, I got more fight in me. Yeah. I got more fight. I love it. So I love thank you. We are so excited for you guys. Um, congratulations yeah. and um, start dreaming. Thank you. Start okay. dreaming you again. Any, any number one picks that you guys ever talked about where you want to go on a honeymoon? Ever? I mean, beach for sure. Uh, yeah, we love okay. the beach. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Anything that's like. Tropical. A resort, I guess. Tropical beach. Yes. Just so she doesn't have to like worry about like <laughs> anything. Well, considering it's, around it's thirty walker. degrees outside right yeah. now, you know, know, anything warmer than this sounds yeah, good. Absolutely. Yeah, probably not a snow trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, snow yeah. trip, not a snow trip. That's right. Yeah, I don't blame you there. Yeah, I don't blame you there. I'm. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Thank you. I'm thrilled. We do have a travel agent, and she will probably get a hold of you. Um, at some point, um, but I don't want you to feel like you're in a hurry. I, it's really the ball is in your court. Um, what you guys want to do and when you want to do it um, due to your scheduling for work and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so really the ball is in your court. So we just want to we just want you to dream big and to do whatever is and when you're ready your, when you're ready yeah. and if you want to wait until you have a little bit more rehab and, and, and you know whatever that looks like so we just um, want to accommodate you um, and we don't want you to think that this is like another financial burden it's not we try to take care of everything so because um, that's one thing that a lot of the you know you get cancer broke and it's very hard to think oh gosh I can't really do it but we do we do want you to know that it's it's, it's completely taken care of so thank you thank you awesome. and I just want to thank I mean thank you two again for doing this thank you to Ryan for having the heart and, you know, everything like that to get this started. And thank you to all the people who donated. I mean, and yeah. I just, our, our donors make it possible. Yeah, yes. thank you yeah, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. 100%. And we get donations from all over this country. Yes. And, um, the, and it's, so, yeah. By you're the, supported by everybody. By the end of this year, in five years, we'll have reached 29 states. So 29 states have been able to go on a victory trip. Mm -hmm. And they have gone and traveled to 18 countries so we feel wow. like in five years <laughs> you guys have made an impact so cool. yeah. ryan really wanted cool. it to be as big as make a wish and we're on our way and so we've done and you got it you've seen our website and and those are not even really updated we've done some amazing trips um you know anything to greece to japan to the maldives Oh, I mean, yeah. Thailand. I mean, just some amazing trips we've done. We just did Tahiti. We did um, Croatia. Wow. I was blown away. Um, I didn't know what Croatia was all about, and she just, that was her love. I've heard it's actually <laughs> Me too. I, I, just looking at these pictures, I'm just blown away. And one of my favorites, too, was um, a girl that, and I loved how she said it, because she's like, I would pay for Hawaii, because I'm looking at Hawaii right there. And um, she goes, but I would never pay for Iceland. And she goes, and that's where she went, and she hiked the best, like, waterfalls. And she's like, I would never Ever and thought she of loved Iceland. But it's and not I, a warm, sunny beach. It's not warm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll pick no, Iceland. No, but yeah. That Croatia, still sounds amazing. Though, <laughs> Croatia. Yeah. And then we did, um, what was the other one? We have somebody going to New Zealand for the first time. For the first time, wow. yeah. That New was Zealand's a really cool country. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, really different. Um, yeah. And what's nice is you can go there during the wintertime here. Sure. You oh, know, yeah. Because it's summer over there. Yeah, summer over there. 
Yeah, yeah. she's going to March, so it's going to be pretty nice. Um, we also did Tahiti for the first time. Yeah. So she did the little bungalows and um, oh, oh my gosh, the yeah. pictures were insane. So you um, sharks swimming right yeah, below their she bed. Had a shark, you know? literally. <laughs> yes, and the water was so clear. She was literally just. That's like up our alley. <laughs> we're more I of was that. Like, He's like, she's crazy. I go, ah, oh, it's just the joys of seeing nature and, you know, just amazing. Just yeah. amazing to me. So I also had one that um, she, all she wanted to do was, um, didn't even care her destination. She just wanted to swim with the dolphins. And so we researched the best place to go and she ended up in the Bahamas. And the reason that she wanted to do that is because her and her mom, her mom had passed from cancer and her and her mom had always talked about swimming with the dolphins. And so that was just it's such beautiful. a neat, beautiful yeah. experience. And so, um, yeah, so that was another cool one. Yeah, they're I'm all excited. cool. Well, I'm excited oh, to share our journey. Absolutely. <laughs> so exciting. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll wrap up this interview. Yeah. Zach, Maddie, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so proud of both of you for overcoming and being victorious over cancer. Continue up with the fight because you still have yeah. some work to do. You know that. And, um, you're going to do it. I have all the confidence in the world. So, yeah. All right. Remember, victories don't come by accident. Good morning. Stephen Holly Teixeira with 17 Strong. We're here in Fort Collins, Colorado with one of our Victory Trip recipients, Trevor Bell. Trevor, good morning. Thanks good morning. for uh, meeting us for breakfast this morning. Absolutely. So we're going to talk a little bit about how we got to know you, um, your victory trip, where you went, your journey with cancer, and what you're doing now. So, Paul, why don't you kind of fill us in on how we know Trevor? Okay. Trevor um, was introduced to us by one of Ryan's really good friends, Matt Allen, and Matt rented a room for us, and I never will forget the day that he called Ryan in the hospital and said, hey, I need to rent your room for a few days, a month, um, and Ryan's like, hey, dude, I'm coming back to school, and um, three years later, he um, rented our house, and so he's the one that introduced us to Trevor Bell, and he had, grew up with you, he grew yep. up with yeah. you. Yeah, what's your relationship with Matt, Trevor? Uh, grew up with him. I actually played baseball against him before I ever met him. Oh. Um, he played baseball with a few guys that went to a couple other high schools around the town. Met him in seventh grade. Went to oh, wow. school with him ever since seventh grade up until we graduated college and still... Uh, talk to this day, hang out That's to this awesome. day. Yeah. yeah. You and guys we, are a big baseball family, aren't you? Yep. Baseball. Everyone plays baseball around here. <laughs> I know Matt played baseball when he was young. I played baseball since I was young. My awesome. three brothers play baseball. Yeah. Uh, it's just that's how we all know each other is uh, through sports. Uh, I can say every one of our friends in our kind of closest friend group played sports together yeah. through junior high and high school. So. That's awesome. It's uh, baseball's near and dear to our heart because mm -hmm. that was right. Ryan's passion too, right. but you're in the middle of four, correct? Yep, in the middle of four. Yep. Uh, I can say I'm the second youngest or the third oldest. Yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. And, how you like that. That. and then your youngest brother? Yes. He plays for the New York Yankees, right? He plays for the Yankees. Uh, was up in the AAA organization this year. Uh, I'm hoping to be there next year. And it's back home right now. Uh, yeah, actually for the off-season. For the off-season, working out yeah. with uh, actually one of my brother's Shays in his facility that he started a couple of years ago. That's right. awesome. So, that's I wonderful. Love that. That's and wonderful. also another connection is that his brother Chad knows another connection to Ryan, which is Matt Sauer, who's right. also in the Yankees organization and was a, kind of a local celebrity yeah. in our area, yeah. which I think is a huge connection yep. and super fun to, to make those connections along right. the way. But yeah. um, Okay, so you... 
tell us a little bit about your cancer journey because it was brain cancer is that correct yep it was um just for short it was a sarcoma that grew on my pituitary gland and went up towards my brain so started a little below and then grew up and uh, actually pinched off my optic nerve um, couldn't see out of my right eye for about a month and a half almost two months um, so it was, it was quite the thing for a while, but I actually, um, on part, it was kind of my fault that it went through that because I was playing baseball still and I kind of had headaches for every day and could get rid of them, tried ibuprofen, Tylenol, Excedrin, uh, pretty much anything that you can get yeah. out of Walgreens, I tried. <laughs> and, um, and then you realize you need to go get some help. Yeah, I just, I didn't want to quit baseball, mm. let it go on too long. Um, and so, yeah, so I went in. Uh, actually, I was on a backpacking trip with Matt Allen, um, Nicole, and some of our other friends. And I, it was kind of a joke at the time because we didn't know what was going on, but I really struggled to make it up the mountain. And, uh, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm going to die. I'm like, I'm going to die on this mountain, not yeah. knowing that it was actually it was pretty close. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I actually went in that next week and they uh, told me I needed to go to a neurologist right away. And that's actually the first time I got the scans. And they found the uh, tumor growing on my pituitary gland. Wow. Um, it was pretty rough, too, because since it was on my pituitary gland, all my hormone function was completely wiped out. I didn't have any thyroid. Um, yeah, my thyroid wasn't working at all. Um, my adrenal glands in my stomach weren't working at all. Um, so my body was actually uh, pretty much shutting, shutting down, down. Uh, on that, that backpacking trip. So. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing that you made it even playing yeah. baseball. Yeah. Right, yeah. I, uh, and I, I, it was kind of, I kind of just thought I was getting migraines because while playing baseball, I was having mm -hmm. some vision issues. And I know with migraines, you get some blurry vision. So Yeah, of course. And you're what? At this age, you're 28. 28. But right now you're 28. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Before, that, I was 24. 24 yep, years old. You're not thinking that that's yeah. going to be the issue for sure, especially going in and thinking, you know, have migraines. It's, right. Give me some medicine. I'm going on. <laughs> and my family doesn't have a history of cancer either. Right. So, so uh, it's the last thing yeah. on your radar, really. Exactly. Yeah. So you find out you have cancer and what was your treatment plan? Uh right away so actually 99 percent of tumors in the area mine grew are non-cancerous they uh, are uh, called a pituitary adenoma and i met with this doctor um dr vittles his name he was here local mm -hmm. port collins he actually specializes in the surgery of going through the nose and uh resecting that tumor out um, which was very actually was a highlight of that knowing I wasn't gonna have to have opens uh, yes. open surgery and so uh, at first they had to try to figure out um, just if I was healthy enough for surgery so I went through a couple weeks of just going to every doctor known to mankind right. oncologists uh, hematologists uh, neurosurgeons, um, it, just every kind of doctor, because they didn't quite understand what was going on before the scans either. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. So, um, wow. after that, I took my first surgery October 1st. It was unsuccessful, because, uh, 
The pituitary adenomas are like butter, easy to resect. This one was almost like a rock. So the surgeon knew something was wrong. He backed out. Uh, it was actually a quick surgery. It only lasted about two hours um, because he wanted to try to just figure out what was going on. Uh, my eye was at this close. At this point, my right eye was closed completely. Um, before it was drooped um, and had blurry vision, I, it was closed completely. And if I forced it open like that, I had double vision. Um, so then they put me back in surgery October 10th. So only 10 days after the first one, because they were worried about the pressure on my optic nerve that I might not get my movement of my eye back if it was on that nerve too much longer. So in a matter of, you know, 10 days, I had two technically brain surgeries. Yeah. Um, was the second one uh, craniotomy, so to speak? Yeah, yeah. Um, so second one was successful. I woke up and actually right away had a little uh, light coming through my eyelid because my, my eye wanted to open back up. So took it three days until it opened up back fully. Uh, still had some blurry double vision. But within about a month and a half, I got all my vision back and wow. was able to drive after a while. So that oh, that's a whole wow. other issue, right? Yeah. And yeah. then radiation, chemotherapy, and yeah. So after the first surgery, um, they so they knew something was wrong. They did the second one, and then they sent me down to Anschutz in Denver, Colorado. I met with a surgeon, or uh, I'm sorry, an oncologist uh, who's his name's Dr. Villalobos, one of the best in the country. He wow. is just an amazing guy. Uh, never had me worrying about anything because he was so confident. I love that. Um, yeah, they always have hope. I love that. Bedside manner was perfect. That's but uh, he told me it was going to be seven weeks of radiation and six rounds of chemo, and mm. that. Um, they were gonna just have to see how it was gonna work because they didn't. The the type of cancer I had was so rare they didn't know how to treat it right away. Oh, isn't that so, reassuring? Yeah, a I lot hate of that word rare. Yeah. I think that's what Steve and I heard so much of. It's rare. It's rare. I'm right. like, what do you do with that word? Right. Like it's so frustrating. But yeah. at least he was had a good bedside manner. And yeah. he, okay, this is what we're gonna try. This is, and he felt confident about it, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Okay. He was uh, very organized too. He. Anytime I had a question, um, actually UC Health has an online platform. Um, it's an app you get on your phone and you can message doctors through that. And so I, if I had a question, I sent them a message and within the next day I had a response. So it was- Oh, that's um, great. That's good. I was really fortunate to have the doctors that I did mm -hmm. and I uh, really do think they're the reason that I uh, oh. got through it so quick. That's and so amazing. six rounds, how did your body do with that um, first first couple rounds were okay mm -hmm. uh, I did radiation Monday Friday every week at 7 30 a.m. did you during the same time as you yep. did chemo so radiation oh. and chemo were backpacked they wanted to do the radiation first because they thought the radiation had the better chance of uh, shrinking the tumor mm. so they started me right away and then did an at-home chemo system where they uh, inject uh there they put the tubing into my chemo port and then i wear a backpack everywhere i go and so it was two weeks of that before i started my first inpatient chemotherapy wow okay so, uh, but yeah radiation monday through friday every morning uh five days in and shoots when i did my chemotherapy 
and then it was five days in, 16 days off. And um, like I said, first two rounds were okay. Mm -hmm. Kind of, thing. I mean, obviously didn't feel very no. well. Right. Um, and then, and then I got into my third one and started getting really bad uh, mouth sores from the chemo. Oh, yeah. We heard all about the mouth sores. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that was a rough one. And then you can't eat. It's, yeah, yeah. it's like a domino it, thing. Yeah, it was actually so bad that I uh, didn't brush my teeth for two weeks. I couldn't I couldn't get a toothbrush in there. They were so sore. Uh, oh, wow. I could barely talk even. Um, that's that's intense. So That's yeah. crazy. So you beat cancer. Yep. Beat cancer. Yep. How did you find out about 17 Strong? Uh, through Matt Allen, actually. I, I had already previously kind of knew about it. I never knew exactly what they do, but I started seeing Matt Allen post uh, 17 Strong on a lot of things. Mm. Uh, Facebook especially, oh, when they were playing, um, you know, like the school and whatnot, I saw all these things about 17 Strong and whatnot, and um, it was uh, about a year after Matt, not quite a year actually, it was a little under a year, Matt reached out and said, uh, hey man, like, I got a foundation that I work closely with, and they award victory trips. You, uh, and I thought about putting your name in for uh, consideration, all that. So I, at that point, I still didn't know much. So then I got okay. on the internet, looked it up, and right there, I knew it was a great organization. Oh, to that's awesome. That's, that's so awesome. Cool. I love it. And then we actually got to meet you at Matt and Nicole's wedding. Yes, wedding, which yeah. Awesome. yeah. And that was, uh, I think you had a little relapse. Yeah. That, that you were going through you got hospitalized shortly after that wedding but right. you were yeah. able to bounce back from that right yep. and then you chose to go where in your victory yes. trip uh i went to belize it's san pedro island technically um just an island right off of the coast of belize city um and we it was actually an interesting time of the year because they were still rebuilding a lot of their island because of past uh, hurricanes yeah um so it's kind of a uh, why did you pick belize i'm curious i just i had actually had a couple friends recommend it they had been there before they actually stayed in belize city so then i uh started looking at places to go um and then i knew i wanted my family to come along um and I saw, so I was like, okay, I don't want to go to a place that's going to cost $15,000 just for the week, right? So yeah. I kind of looked at places that I, you know, beautiful mm. beaches, stuff like that, that weren't going to cost an arm in the lake. And Belize came across as well. So then that's when I really started considering it and did some research on it and kind of yeah. fell in love with honestly yeah. with Belize. It was, just sounded like a, such a cool area. To that's be cool. Yeah, so that's your so family, cool. when they found out that's where you chose, they decided to, to chip in and right. make it a family vacation so you could all yeah. be together as a family. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. So you have a very close-knit family. We do, yeah. yeah. Everyone's still around Fort Collins area. Um, I was in Missouri for a little bit, but moved back and see each other every Sunday. We, like Sunday I was telling dinners. you earlier, we have Sunday dinners <laughs> every yep. week. I love That's that. amazing. I love and that. you're a new uncle. I'm a yep. new uncle. My yep. really brother cool. had a baby, a baby boy in June. So nice. Exciting. So boys run in the family. Yeah, that's right. So. Every, <laughs> every one of us. Yeah, so. I love the boys. Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. I want to know what did the victory trip mean to you? Oh, it meant a lot. Um, it meant a lot. It was tough to go from being an athlete to losing every bit of muscle you have 
because of chemo and radiation and then being set back in life. Um, you know, I saw all of my friends, you know, they were off doing having, fun. And yeah, doing, having fun. doing life, doing, having fun, Normal all that things stuff. Too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and those five days since in the hospital really just mentally wear on you. Yep. Um, it was hard even for me watching my mom go through it too because uh, as I was saying my right eye was closed mm -hmm. and after it opened I still had double vision so my mom had to drive me everywhere. Oh. Um, she took a lot of time off from work. Mm. Um, so at the end of it all you know we were just depleted. Oh, just yeah. all of us. My family was driving down to Denver after work to come see me in the hospital. And, yeah. Um, you know, I had a lot of things going for me before it happened, and I just was everything that I had going for me, I lost it. So, um, coming out for it, um, I'll say my faith was tested. You oh, know, before absolutely. that, I considered myself like a strong man of God. After that, I was just like, I'm, I'm hurting here. Yeah, like, I, yeah. need, I need a sign. Yeah, and for sure. I think 17 strong is that sign, going to Belize, being there for the week. I mean, I don't think I left the beach except for just to go up to my bed and sleep. Right, right? Just, or eat. Or eat, yeah. I was going to say, I eat on the beach. So, um, That's awesome. So you feel like it was kind of a reset. Kind of gave you that, yeah. like, um, closing Absolutely. that chapter of cancer journey. And, um, that's awesome. And to have your family there, too, is really awesome. Um, yeah. his, when was the last time you guys were able to have a family vacation? Um can't remember can't remember <laughs> i think we've all been uh doing something or other yeah. like baseball especially yeah. um baseball as you yeah. guys know it runs it, your life, it yeah. runs your life. <laughs> yeah. um, and this was great too because you actually went if i'm not mistaken because you had to kind of work around one of your brother's schedules right yeah yeah and it, it was right around christmas time it was right around it's the first part of december december 5th is our first day in belize or our travel day i think is what yeah. it was um, that's awesome had to work around chad's baseball schedule and yeah. he was getting back from the minor leagues and okay um that's cool december was kind of the month that we were all kind of slowing down with work yep because uh, a lot of us work in the uh blue collar industry which so. is great that's, that's great awesome. so, yeah. and so what was your favorite thing in belize what was the favorite mm. what was like a highlight for you uh my highlight would there's a couple mm. um one of the first ones was the surprise when i walked in the hotel room the people <laughs> at the resort actually like put up like a congratulation uh, like I, I got it on my phone actually oh, I gotta see I, yeah. I, think, I think you sent it to me if I'm not mistaken yeah. it was I'll just a, um, our, our travel agent is so near and dear yeah. to us and she's so special she yeah. really she is so proud of all of you that have beat cancer that yes. show that to the camera really quick yeah. this is what his room was decorated Oh, that's see amazing. It? I love Let's that. see if we can zoom in and see that better. I think I actually got a picture with you and your mom sitting yep. by it. So yeah. I love that. That um, That's amazing. I love yep. that. So you walked into that. Walked into that. Um, first of all, shout out Dawn. I she love Dawn. was amazing. I know scheduling <laughs> our trip was not easy because she had all these ideas. And I, I was like, well, that's not going to work for one of us. You know, so she was just. <laughs> She's she was amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah, she, she is was, amazing. Uh, very. Uh, 
Um, she's just patient. Patient, yeah. Um, patient she's patient, mm -hmm, which I love. Yep. And um, yeah, she would. It's funny because some of the Victor Trip recipients, I don't know that they realize that we talk almost every day. And so she's right. like, I've talked to Dawn and I think that we want to do this and this. I said, I already know about it. Right, <laughs> you know right, it. yeah. So anyway, um, so I, I definitely remember that journey of trying to plan it with yeah. your family. And it was, um, it was awesome. I just feel like it worked out. And I feel like things like that are just meant to be when all the ducks line up. Right. And it, that's, that's amazing. So you walked into that, makes you feel okay. like a hundred, like million dollars yeah. really. And, um, what was your other highlight that you feel? Like um, just one of them was, uh, Belize has a really cool, uh, uh, coral reef that knocks down all the waves. So it's really oh, cold wow. water. Mm. Um, so we were able to go out and snorkel and saw a few, uh, um, sharks, just like little baby sharks, uh, oh, wow. saw that, saw a lot of stingrays, stuff like that. Sounds so beautiful. That, that was definitely a highlight. And mm. then they have a place called Secret Beach. Now, Secret Beach. Now they don't call it, they, their slogan is not so Secret Beach. Oh. <laughs> um, and it's a cool area because you can walk out a hundred yards into the water and the water never gets above your, your belly button. It's, it's waist high as far as you can walk. Really? And it's like a shelf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they uh they have a lot of cool little lounging like tropical bar areas that um you just lounge out and walk up and get a beer. Walk up and get a get beer a and the uh <laughs> servers actually swim out to you in the water because you can put chairs in the sand and just sit in the water. Oh my god. So they swim out to you with your beer in hand. So that that's is, pretty amazing. That's pretty yeah. amazing. Pretty, pretty amazing. That awesome. is pretty amazing. Did you do any fun excursions like any snorkeling or yeah, yeah. so we did snorkeling, which went to another island um that was a short like fifteen minute bus ride or um, I'm sorry. Sorry, boat ride. Oh, uh, nice. It's called um, Key Cocker. They have a place called the Split, and it's where the island kind of splits, and it has a, a canal that goes through the middle of it Ooh. and creates wakes. Uh, so people like surf the canal, um, and it's just a place we played a little cornhole. They had volleyball set up. And, you know, it's, it's How just fun. awesome. And nice. So would you go back? I would. I would absolutely go really? back. The uh, um, just a great atmosphere. The people there were nice too. It's just okay. everywhere you take golf cart everywhere you go. And there are no cars. I mean, there were, but it's like the only people who had cars were the taxis to and from the airport. Oh um, wow! So it's golf cart everything, and uh, wow, it was it was fantastic. And it was relaxing. Relaxing. You didn't have to worry about anything. So um, that's how, awesome. How did you feel when you came back from your trip? Uh, rejuvenized is a good word. I, good. I came back uh, just ready to conquer whatever the next step was. Um, because there were still a few things that the cancer, as you know, it, it mm -hmm. doesn't just, you're done with chemo and your body's right. back to normal. It just kind of leaves a lasting effect on you. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, coming back from that trip, I was just a lot, mentally I was just rejuvenized. It's just, yeah. uh, I don't know how to put it in words. Awesome. It's just, no, that's that's amazing. Awesome. I had a smile on my face every day. Good. Though, so, that's, that's, uh, that's what would awesome. you... I mean, think back to, to when you were diagnosed and what that felt like. Mm -hmm. And I want you to tell our listeners, give them some, offer them some hope for someone that's just been diagnosed that's a young adult. Mm. Uh, 
This is a tough one. Um, I would just say don't give up. Um, just hold on to the little things. Like when I was going through it or when I was diagnosed, my little thing was having my parents there with me and being able to go back to my house and, you know, just have my dogs there. Yep. Um, but I would just say, uh, you know, just just fight. There's a lot of... A lot of good medicine out these days a lot of good doctors out there um and just uh you know just hold strong hold tight what you love um mm -hmm. don't give up everything absolutely uh, i think a lot of people when they get diagnosed they think it's all over but mm -hmm. i had a really good friend group um, matt included that they all came to my house and rallied around you rallied around gave me gifts stuff like that just to boost my yeah. spirits yeah um, and it's and not just, monotonous you know right. what i mean like your your family comes in you're a little bit you know you get you get that feeling you know because i remember sometimes when we were in the hospital for five days too you know and steve and i would be getting eye rolls and you know different things and we would go okay we need to get somebody else right. in here so we'd get a new face in there and they'd be he'd be so excited and just right. to play cards or to right. watch a show with them or something different so it yeah. makes a difference and yeah. um i'm a firm believer with mindset is half the battle right. mindset like you cannot I mean yes you have bad days but for the most part if you have a good mindset and hope and a good support system right. then your next day is gonna be you know guaranteed yeah. you know you have to live one day at a time and but I feel like cancer also it, it prioritizes life for you guys right. I don't feel like it's it, it happens for a reason we don't understand and we don't like it but you said like you're a different person today than you yeah. were you know um, you know it it robs you from <laughs> from a few things but it also makes you build some character and makes you a really stronger person on the on the back end yeah. on the, on the, it yeah. slows you down yeah uh, you know you move so fast through life you slow down and realize to uh, yes. cherish the, the, the small things, things. Uh, yeah Nicole uh, this was another cool thing that I got to do while I was still bald and yep. all my steroids had me kind of popped up, up yep. and um, Nicole was uh, arranging a surprise birthday party for Matt in Grand Junction and so I got to go up a five-hour drive from Fort Collins yeah. just with all of my best friends in one car and Got to go hang out with Matt for a weekend. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's a awesome. little thing you cherish. It's the little things it's, in life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People take it for granted. Yeah. And when you go through something, either as a parent or as a, uh, a patient, right. um, mm -hmm. you know, you can either play the victim card yep. or you can be the survivor card, right. you, you, you know, and it's how you look at it. And, and Ryan lived by that, the adage, attitude right. is everything. And it, it blew his doctors away because... He'd, they'd ask him how he's doing today. He'd lay in his hospital bed and say, I'm living the dream. Right. And yeah. we'd chuckle about it because whose dream is that to lay in a hospital right. bed? Yeah. But to Ryan, it was the attitude behind it. Yeah. Somebody know? else had it worse, he would always yeah. say. And right. I'm like, okay. You know, I mean, I had to be reminded of it and remind myself of that a lot. Right. So, it's, it, it's a hard battle. Yeah, and and we, um, at 17 Strong, we understand that. Right. Um, because not everybody is victorious. Um, you know, Ryan wasn't victorious, but he knew the value of, of fighting hard mm -hmm. and he fought till the very end. And it's amazing to see and meet all of you survivors that continue the fight because, right. you know, 
you're not defined anymore as a cancer patient. You're a cancer survivor. Absolutely. And it's, it, cancer changes your life. It does. And it will continue to change your life, but it does not define you anymore. That's right. You're a survivor. Mm -hmm. So, Which is that's, you know, we are just so excited to be able to share in, yes. in your life and in the lives of so many others that have beat these horrible, horrible diseases. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and life after cancer isn't easy either, you know? You had just told us that you had a little cancer scare again, but it's good. We're good. Yep. But yep. you always have to live with that. Um, it's, in the, it's in the back of your mind every it day. Is, yeah. Every day of your life. But yep. you definitely have to keep moving forward. And, you yep. know, and I feel like that that is, you need yep. to. You need to make sure that you have that positive mindset for sure. So... One, one more thing I would say to people if they get diagnosed. Um, it's actually a friend of mine I have on, uh, just I went to school with her. I don't know her quite that well. She was actually more of a friend of my ex-girlfriend that I met in at Truman State. Okay. Her baby, they just had a baby. She's only a couple months old. She was diagnosed Ooh. with cancer. I don't remember what kind. Um, <laughs> but she, her story is really like just uplifting because she posts um like her her win for the days when she calls them so she posts every day and just says my win for the day is i got to hold my baby today you know stuff like that and it made me look back and how many things i could say like my win for the day was mm -hmm. i got to eat my steak dinner and actually taste it you know because yep. the chemo takes your taste away absolutely you know? absolutely um, so just back to that little thing of yep. just cherishing the little, little things i, I like that I like a, a win, for the, a win for, the day. for the day. You know, uh, yesterday we talked to uh, uh, another young man who's still going through it, mm -hmm. and his was take one day at a time, mm -hmm. you know, and don't think about tomorrow. Tomorrow has its own problems. Right. You know, let's deal with today. Just take one day at a time. Yeah. And that's right. it's so true. We, send, we tend to be so focused on the future and, and pre-planning, but when you're going through battles like this, it's one day at a time. Yes. It's, it's one minute. It's one hour. It's one... You know, that's half right. a day, a day, and and that's how you live. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's so. right. I think this has been great. Yeah. yeah anything else? No, Trevor. Anything else you want to? Yeah, I just want to thank Seventh Strong again. Uh, thank you, you two, uh, especially just for uh, being there when um, you know I'm still at my worst. Uh, thank you, Don, again for scheduling the whole thing and uh, the donors for uh, putting it or making yeah. it all possible. That's right. It uh, is our donors that make yeah. this that make this possible. Yeah, so they really do. Trevor, thank you. Thank uh, you. Good yes. luck to you in your pool business. Yes, I appreciate absolutely. it. I know it's it's uh, what. Well, when we got here to Fort Collins, it was 14 degrees, but I think today's a, uh, they're having a heat spell. It's 40 today. So uh, I don't know that I'd still go in a pool, but uh, Trevor, thank you so much. And uh, from all of us at 17 Strong, congratulations. And you understand that victories don't come by accident. Amen. do not. Jaden, just start by um, telling us a little bit about your battle and what you're going through and yeah. How long you've been fighting cancer and what's going on? Well, I think we met you when you were in high school. Yeah. And um, you're good friends with Hank's yeah, son, Jared. Hanks. Jared. Yeah. yeah, we still stay in contact to this day, even though we don't live in the same town. We're still good friends. Okay. And, um, you know, even on my birthday, I can wake up and I have a long text message from him saying, you know, that. happy birthday. Yeah. Hope to see you soon, you know? Yeah. Um, so my story kind of begins October 10th of... Uh, this year would have been 2016 at the time. Hmm. Um, just was kind of having some weird problems. I was working down in West Texas in a little town called Stanton. 
Uh, it's between Midland and Big Spring. Uh, I was just working on a cotton farm and then part-time working at the hospital doing some maintenance work. And I just started having problems with my back to where like it was just intense pain. Um, but managed to do some physical therapy uh, with a very good friend of mine mm. at the time. Made it go away, all the pain. Uh, and then I went back to Colorado and next thing I know I wake up and I can't feel my legs. And uh, that's kind of where everything began. Uh, I did nine months of chemotherapy um, and radiation for about six weeks in between those nine months. What did they diagnose it as? They diagnosed it as a uh, fairly rare cancer uh, mm -hmm. called B-Core Ewing's-like sarcoma. So it's uh, part of the Ewing's family, that big umbrella. You know, and that's another reason I think that we were connected too, because that was Ryan's. Exactly. Because Ryan was a Ewings-like. We always call it Ewings because yeah. that's what people know. That's is. what they know it as. It's a big umbrella. Yeah, and very yeah. rare. Yeah. So it's, was it in soft, soft tissue? Was it in? So it wasn't necessarily soft tissue. It was more bone oriented. Oh, okay. Um, so I've kind of always had this theory that maybe I had a break in a bone or something like that that maybe got overlooked. Mm. Um, and I've heard, you know, of cancers potentially growing off of things like that, but I'm not a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, I'm exactly. just the patient, you right. know, and I'm dealing with it uh, day by day. Mm -hmm. um, so it started that way. So nine months of intense. I mean, and what are you, a senior at this point? You're 17 yeah, or 16? Yeah, uh, I was a junior in high school junior in high at school. the time. I was uh, 16, just getting my driver's license when I got diagnosed. Um, so I didn't get to go in on my birthday and like, you know, get the picture taken mm -hmm. and walk out with a driver's license or anything. But, um, it's great because now I've got a driver's license where it's like, I'm totally bald in it. It's so funny to mm. like get people to laugh when they look at right. it. Right. You know? Well, at least you have a good perspective of that yeah. and that you can yeah. have some humor, humor behind it. And I yeah. think we talk a lot about it being mindset. Mindset yeah. is half of the battle, 90% yeah. of it really, you know, and how you look at things and, yeah. and. Yeah, is is a big is a big deal. I try to tell people that a lot. But um, so anyway, you did that, um, and I know that's kind of how we got introduced to you yeah. in Grand Junction. And um, what is tell us more about your journey now? So has cancer always been a part of your life? It, unfortunately, it has. It's always kind of been this pattern of every nine months, it likes to show up in another spot. Um, we radiate it done chemo treatments um i've done plenty of surgeries now yeah. um and so yeah it's always been this process that always seems to linger um mm. you know you think you're in the clear you go to two scans and you're like man nothing's come back you know i'm six okay. months in remission now and then you go back and it's like there again so it's this kind of a constant battle of like anger mentally and the fact of like man i just want a normal life I want to go a year or two years without Dealing having with to this. worry about what that scan's going to say. Right. Um, right. But at the same time, that's where the mental aspect came in. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't until the second time I got diagnosed and attempted to do chemotherapy that I realized that it's not a physical game, that it is 100% this mental game mm -hmm. where, like, you have to even though you feel weak, you have to like keep going. Mm. You have to keep going yep. because as soon as you say, I can't, that's when, it, that's when it's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. And that's when it's going to hurt the most. And man, um, took a lot of tears. Yeah. It had a lot of frustration 
course. A lot of self-bruising from punching the wall mm -hmm. or something out of anger, you know? But it's like, I think the person I am today wouldn't exist if it weren't for these things. Sure, sure. I it builds that, a character, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think I was very immature when I got diagnosed. And I think that the person that approaches you and is having a conversation and is sitting here today mm. is somebody that people actually want to keep around. And I don't think, right. you know, Well, at 16 Pryor. years old, yeah. yeah. You, you're, you're allowed to be that innocent, like, you know, and you're just wanting to have a yeah. normal type life. And yeah. um, I feel like I want you to kind of walk me through, because you're really into the rock climbing world yeah, yeah, and yeah. how cancer and rock climbing, I feel like can go hand in hand. Just oh, 100%. With, right? The relaxation, the coping that comes with it. Uh, I used rock climbing for my own benefit after beating chemo uh, or cancer the first time mm -hmm. because I was so out of shape. You know, you're pumped full of water the whole entire time to keep you hydrated yep. during it. You puff up. And I wanted to go do something where I wasn't expected to go into a gym and lift weights for an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and I had experimented with rock climbing through a birthday party when I was younger. So this new gym in Grand Junction was built. I went there. And I just started climbing with my headphones in and I started seeing progress where it's like, mm. wow, like all of this water retention in my body from treatment has flushed out and I'm actually starting to build muscle. And mm. it's like, man, it's like I get up in the morning, I'm getting ready in the shower. It's like I can stop and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can see, see my you know, like look again. at the tricep, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is a good thing. Yeah, it, it, it's, it helps build like self-worth yeah. in that moment I think so too and I feel like like we kind of talked about with the baseball too is that mm -hmm. you fall and you have the choice what are you gonna do you're yeah. gonna get back up and try it again yeah. or you're gonna just stay there on the ground exactly you know and that's where you know again you have to have that mental um, fall to rise yeah you have to and I feel like you what did they say 80% of people you, you fall yeah. you have to fall you yeah, know absolutely. and and I mean, in a safe environment, obviously. Exactly. But um, it's same thing with baseball. You 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 are failing more than you are succeeding. Absolutely. So you have to. It's a lot of mental. So I feel that those are the people that are very successful with their journey is mentally. How am I going to deal with this? And also, I know that you love to help and yeah. you love to people. And that again is getting you to a point where, you, when you can help somebody and you can talk about your journey, yeah. it helps you in your heart it makes you feel like a self-worth that you can um you can help somebody and i think that's huge and that was so i see a lot of ryan qualities in that too because you know in the hospital when you aren't feeling great oh. and you know but yet somebody needs you to build them up and you're, exactly. you're there to to get them up off the off the ground and and encouragement goes so far yeah. so far my my biggest goal when i would go in for treatment was I wanted to be the patient where the nurses were like, man, I hate seeing Jaden in there. It sucks. But at the same time, I wanted to be that patient where it's like, they loved coming into my room because right. I would make them laugh. Yep. I would make it seem like this is nothing. Yeah, you know, it's no big this deal. is something I'm throwing on the ground and I'm kicking yep. it. You know? That's right. And that's exactly, that's so, that's so encouraging for, I'm sure, medical staff and, yeah. and, others to, to watch and see that. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about 
your your cancer today mm -hmm. and i know that you said what 2016 and we're in 2022 yeah like, going on 2023 right soon. almost so um, where are we at so for me like i said kind of has that process and pattern of coming back every nine months mm -hmm. uh, currently i'm in the process of trying to find some clinical trials to better eliminate this cancer um, just because with all past treatments of chemotherapy, radiation, yeah. um, even radiation that is done with like an AI robot during a surgery, mm. you know, I've done that, um, wow. just keeps coming back. Um, it's kind of like metastasized in the sense where it's going through blood now, it's starting to relocate itself in spots that B-Core has never been seen before. But still, even after biopsies, it's still coming back the same cancer. So my goal right now is like I'm trying to extend my options and trying to figure out the best way for me to go at least a year mm -hmm. without the concern or worry. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And you've continued your education? Um, yeah, I continued my education non-traditionally. Um, I did about two and a half years of college after high school doing landscape architecture, um, of course with COVID, but then also uh, cancer. I spent a lot of the time doing the schoolwork um, online and kind of burnt me out because I'm not an online learner. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a very much tactile. I like to be in person. I like to have my hands on the project. Mm -hmm. um, so I am now continuing my education through real estate, um, currently getting my license in the state of Utah. So that way I can move closer to my doctors and not have to worry about driving six hours mm -hmm. over I-80 all the time just for treatment. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my process of education at this point. Because we were here in Fort Collins. Yep. Yes. Yep. Colorado. Yep. And you, have been, you attended the University of Colorado, did you not? Uh, Colorado State. Colorado State. Yep. So that brought me here to Fort Collins in okay. 2019 uh, for doing all that. Okay. That's awesome. Great. That's awesome. And so tell us what the gym has planned and how you promoted 17 strong and, and kind of the direction. Yeah, what? absolutely. Um, so I'm the only uh, staff member that has been dealing with cancer. Um, and interestingly enough, you actually meet a lot of people in the climate community that have had or still have cancer now. Mm. Um, I mean, last week I even talked to two people about it. Um, and so it's one of those things that's like, no matter where you go, you can't escape it. It's gonna be kind of lingering, whether it's somebody else or you. Um, and I was inspired after my first uh, diagnosis uh, by a climbing competition I competed in down in Denver called Heart and Soul uh, that is put on by the Denver Bouldering Club. And a lot of the proceeds go towards research benefits. Um, and so many people were there for the sole purpose of giving, you know, in heart and passion for the sport, passion for other people, you know, mm -hmm. that I felt like that's something Whetstone could use. Um, we have so many people and we have so many people that are very kind and caring people here. Um, I mean, our owner is one of them and he has built this community or built this gym for a community to grow. And I want them to be able to give back and realize like, hey, there's a lot of us out here that are still struggling outside of the gym. Mm -hmm. 
even though there's people that you are climbing with that have a current diagnosis or are in remission, you know, their life isn't just the gym. There's a lot more that we don't tell you. There's a lot more that we struggle with. And so my hopes was to take this competition, meet with Jeremiah and present something that will never be forgotten mm. in the Whetstone community and something that's here to linger. And the best way to do that was to get a hold of you guys because I care a great lot, you know, great deal about you guys. And um, I mean, like I showed you guys earlier, I still wear 17 strong. Mm -hmm. I still, I talk about Ryan all the time. I never got to meet him, but you know, I feel like through meeting you guys that like, I feel like I have a part of Ryan with yeah. me all the time, you I know? And um, just, yeah, you thought yeah, this is a really great good. avenue, a great way to be able to create awareness to 17 Strong in a different, you know, audience, really, which I thought is awesome because we need to tap into that a little bit more. And it brought us here to Fort Collins, for one, and also we have a couple of Victor Trip recipients, so that's okay. also a, a perk, too. So I feel I feel so honored that um, you thought of us to to do something like this and I that the gym. That I love that. <laughs> love that. You know, yeah. it's, it, you brought up a, a very good point that when you see someone, you don't realize the battles they've been through. No, no. And I think that's a lesson, a life lesson that people really need to take to heart. Absolutely. Is that before you judge somebody, you better know somebody, because. You don't know what they've gone through. You don't know what battle they're facing today. You don't know what happened yesterday. And, you know, we, we tend to, to look at outward appearances and let that be our deciding factor about people. But mm -hmm. just like you said, I mean, you've been fighting cancer for four years now. Yeah. Well, five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Wow. Five and a half. Wow. And there's so many people that you meet that don't know. Yeah. They, they don't know because you don't let it show on the outside, but on the inside, you're still fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's an amazing testament to the young man that you are. Mm. So you keep, you keep fighting. I appreciate yeah. it. So we are so honored and excited to have this so opportunity excited. to yeah. share 17 Strong with, with uh, the people of Fort Collins. And Absolutely. thanks to you and Jeremiah, uh, who we had the pleasure of meeting. Mm -hmm. um, just amazing we're looking forward to it I mean, it's gonna be a blast and i mean i can guarantee like when i'm out on the floor for that event i'm gonna be having all my 17 strong gear on and we're I'm gonna, gonna take, we're people. gonna send you some new swag so that, so that you can get taken care of but yeah. you know i just think this whole opportunity today um to to be able to meet you see you again but meet jeremiah get the tour of the facility and to see what they're doing um it's amazing um, uh -huh. absolutely I had no idea about rock climbing and what it entailed and you know yeah. to me it's one of those things that I would stay away from because of my fear of heights if you will. Know. <laughs> hey, it's not for everybody. <laughs> it's not for everybody. Yeah, exactly. But but watching these young adults that are in here doing this and and um, we we heard from Jeremiah that you have people in their 70s that are doing rock climbing. Yeah. Um, just to our right of the our last conversation there's people that I guarantee they were probably in their 60s. You know, That's I see amazing. them all the time come in here. Yeah. But they're slowly just climbing up the walls still. Yeah. But they just it, keep it's going. Just amazing. And, and I think there's so many activities and sports out there that 
people don't even know about. Yeah. You know? Well, we I just mean, learned about last year, there's a full, like, community of um, cornhole. Do you know what cornhole oh, is? Oh, yeah. Competitions. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Huge they put it competitions. On the TV, man. Yeah. It is big community. And we, it, it, we just got introduced to that, too. So that's another big way to tap into another group of people. So we are just super fortunate and we feel blessed and honored to be able to be a part of your life for one and also just um, to experience this with you. I think it's super, it's amazing. Um, and I know that 17 Strong is just gonna be, it's gonna rise to there, to that yeah. level. And, um, and the more people that know about it, it's the better, yeah. I think so. Ryan's right. I think it's gonna be as big, if not bigger than Make-A-Wish. Make -wish. I feel it. And I think that, I don't think it was ever his intention for it to remain in one sport. I agree. Get it across the board. It doesn't need to be a sport. It doesn't either. need to, yeah, it doesn't. You know, and I know 17 I'm, Strong is a big group. It's a big, yeah. It doesn't Cancer matter. knows no boundaries. It does, yes. And we're not going to know any boundaries. That's exactly. right, that's right. Keep our, going. I know, our son right. wants it to be in like NASCAR and all this other crazy stuff. And I'm like, why not? Like, yeah, that seems so far-fetched, but yet it's right there you know if that yeah. opportunity about you know happens i'm i'm excited so i i do think you know cancer doesn't discriminate we don't discriminate you know just being able to get out there to every sport every yeah. everything that we can um we can so Absolutely. we are excited so if you could tell one thing to our listeners about perseverance what you've gone through what you face every day what would it be I think what I would tell a lot of listeners is we only, we only live one day at a time. There's things in the past that we wish we could change and we wish never happened, but they're in the past and that's the point of it. It's not subject anymore. Mm. Subject is what's happening right now. And if you can handle yourself mentally and you can keep pushing right now, you'll make it to tomorrow. Mm. And you'll keep seeing the next day. Just That's keep right. doing it. That's right. That's Very powerful. Good. Very good. Jaden, it's been a pleasure to, to see you again. It's, yeah. it's been, I mean, since before COVID that we've seen you. Because uh, when we saw you last time, it was in Grand Junction. Yeah. And now you're, you know, six hours northeast of Grand Junction, yep. which we love this area of Fort Collins. Yeah. It's beautiful up here. Yeah, I love um, it for the hunting, man. It's, right? That's the one part yeah. I'll take away from you. <laughs> there you go. There that's you good. go. That's but uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Yeah. And we're so excited to be part of this fundraiser in, in March. And... Um, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. Thank you for thinking of 17 Strong yes. and, and Ryan's vision. Absolutely. And, um, you know, as always, and you know firsthand, the victories don't come by accident. Absolutely. You've been listening to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. To be part of the show, make a donation, or request more information, go to 17strong.org. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-E-E-N strong.org.